What's up, Internet? Welcome to War Table, episode 5 of season 2. I'm your host, O'Neill Johnson, a.k.a. Dan of War. This is my always co-host, Clyde Boygirl. Hello. I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm not bad. Not bad, Adam. Still haven't been sleeping that well, but it's a little bit better, so I cannot complain any more than normal. You know, my friend was actually telling me his mom said he didn't sleep a single night until he was like two. Why you gotta put that evil out into the world? <laughs> Why you gotta put that energy towards me? No one wants to hear that. That sounds like madness. <laughs> well, hopefully that's not me. Because just just no. Oh god, no. If, if it is, I'll pay for damages for putting that out in the universe. you damn right you will. <laughs> but I'm the up and up. He has been sleeping a bit better, so yeah. All is well. Uh, you know, my week's been a normal week. A little bit of games here and there. Chilling, streaming. How about you? You doing any, do anything fancy? I've thought about playing a bunch of games, but I just spent the time watching stuff instead because it's been forever since I just sat down and watched anything. So I just figured I went through the, the you know, Turn uh, Out of Power arc in DBZ Super, watched some Black Lagoon again, started Franken uh, Frankenstein Chronicles on Netflix, just going through shows at the moment. Watch a whole bunch of stuff. So technically, oh, technically started another Pokemon Nuzlocke, but by started, I mean I made a new save and haven't played past that. <laughs> but haven't really had the feeling to play much, much games. I understand. I feel that. I feel that. For me, it's a, since you're what you've been playing, fairly just simple. You just said it. Mine's also the same old, same old. Uh, didn't really watch anything, but season eight of Smite, and surprisingly, like I was literally thinking about this the other day, it's crazy to me. It's just like the iPhone versus Galaxy argument. Like Smite's been out since like 2013 is on season eight, but Apex Legends just dropped its new season this week too at season eight. The game's like, a year and a half old. I think it's really like two, but still, that's fucking crazy to me. Seven years, so we're an actual yearly update. And then again, it's been out for two, is already on season eight. It's, it's just like iPhones on, what, 12? And the Galaxy or whatever is at like 27. Been out the same amount of time. This is crazy to me. But either way, I digress. I've been very much enjoying Season 8 of Smite. Uh, lots of changes to items. Uh, starting items are completely different. And the new Conquest map is a blast. So much easier to gank and get ganked. And conversely, you know, escape ganks. There, I can't tell you how many times, like, they're just running at me and I can just... There's, the pathing's so much better. You can evade and kite people so well. I, I, just love Stand, I understand rotating more now because it's actually like I don't get fucking lost. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I mean, yeah, it's so it's so much more open. I can't like you really. How would I say this? A new player will not appreciate how good this conquest map is. Like if I somehow entice you through these next few months to come play Smite, or the, throughout this year get you to come on over and play Smite, you play Conquest, you have no idea how lucky you are that you don't have to deal with some of the pathing bullshit from the last Conquest map. Which was surprisingly a very, a very good update to the other Conquest map. Like, as every all games that are ongoing it constantly gets better but wow the the change from when i first started playing smite to now on the conquest map alone is astoundingly different and for the better which you can't say about every game some games you know change a whole bunch of shit and it gets bad 
And on the flip side of that, not really flip side, on the other side of that coin, Apex Season 8 is just as fun too. A uh, few changes, actually quite a bit of changes to the original map. Um, the new legend. Saw him get a right. saw him get a fat went on stream as the new legend. I did, I did. I was killed some people and I got a win and I was all happy. I'm pretty sure that was a ranked game too. So, and I can't complain about it. I mean, it hasn't really changed much. Uh, it's still Apex. Um, there's not many things that changed that game. In in the same way Smite does, like. The new, as I said, the new starter items and how they did it are so vastly different from last season that it actually changes how you build almost everybody. And it makes it fun. It makes it different. Whereas in, it's just slight changes. The R99 shoots a bit faster. The um, Havoc has a bit better accuracy. And they now have gold magazines that once you... Uh, go through your entire clip and switch to your next weapon after a few seconds that gun will automatically reload itself which is actually really cool but doesn't really change anything like outside of i pulled it out and forgot that it reloads itself and went hit square and nothing happened and i looked down and seen that oh shit I, it's reloading i kept blasting it's really about it uh the new guns there uh, the thirty thirty repeater it's all right i mean let me rephrase it is outstanding it is a fantastic gun I'm bad with it, but it's a good gun. And it's fun. I had I fell off you know, of Apex. What what that means is it's it's a terrible gun because you're not good with it, and they should give it a buff. Absolutely not. Please God, no. If they gave that gun a buff, it'd be terrible. Um, I fell off like as soon as Horizon came out. Like the last Legend came out, and I had a bit of fun with it. And I was like, I've been playing it too long. I put it down for what like a month, two, three months. Coming back to it, it's been a lot of fun. I get uh, tongue-tied. I give it the same treatment mentally as I did Call of Duty, except less time. Like I took a year and a half, two years off of Call of Duty, and me and my wife got the newest one and have a lot of fun with it. Whereas in Apex, I got bored of it, and now I'm back, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, I am looking for a squad for ranked. If anyone is on anything because it's crossplay, let me know. Uh, say it down in the comments below or message me on Twitch because we're also live on Twitch as always now for the podcast and yeah that's really all I've been playing I played nothing hey, that's a lie I started a third playthrough of Persona I'm like five seconds into it uh, Ryuji just unlocked his Persona and that's me fast forwarding and pff, I'm just trying to get that plat I want that double plat maybe speaking of Persona and Apex do you know what they are Hmm. I I don't. Could you could you tell me what they are? Spinoffs. Oh, that's right. Let's jump right into the topic of our show today, which is our favorite spin-off games. And you know what the crazy thing is after you just said that, which by the way, beautiful segue. Like, mm, mm, I Yeah, I, I've segues. been thinking about that one a bit way too long. That, that is a good one. I totally forgot Apex was a spinoff. Like, it's not even on my list, like, legitimately. So if you're not going to... Are you going to use it? Uh, no. Okay, well, we'll just spit it out right here since I'm already talking about it. I absolutely love Apex. Um, I didn't care so much for Titanfall 1. Titanfall 2 was good. But if I'm going to sit here and be honest, the only thing that Apex is missing that... The only two things it's missing from Titanfall is letting you get into a mech every once in a while and wall running. Other than that, it's a better game. And sadly, because of that, you are a very far, you are very far away from seeing a Titanfall 3, if ever, to be honest. Apex just took off too well for them. That and the other side of that same company is working on the Star Wars, I don't know if it's gonna, the next one's still going to be Jedi, I assume it is, colon, Astro's name, game, so I, I don't think we're going to get a Titanfall 3, and that's all I'll say about it. It's a lovely game, I love it, more than it's original. Um... Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Titanfall, for letting me play Apex. <laughs> what about you? What's your first favorite spinoff? So, my first one, I wanted to go, like, you know, back in time a bit, but not, like, back, back. Back to the PS2 days with Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Ooh, yes. Uh, that is a good one. Surprisingly good one. 
Because, so, it's... I never actually managed to beat it by myself, but I did beat it with my brother. Nice. Because he was... I, because he was a lot better at it than me, and it was basically just me and Carrie. I didn't have a lot of fun playing it by myself, but when I was playing it by myself, like when I was older, I was better at it. I just didn't have the intention span for that, because <laughs> that game probably is where I get my hatred of platforming from. It was so bad. But the rest of it was fantastic. It really, really was. I'll give it that. And uh, we he, we always did the cheat codes so we could play a Scorpion and uh, Sub Zero. as to. fucking. I mean, do you really want Kung Lao and Liu Kang? Whole game as Kung Lao and Liu Kang to unlock them? No, 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 no. You want to spear people and you want to freeze them because, come on. It's Sub Zero Scorpion. Fuck Liu Kang. Let's be real here. Even but yeah, just the game Shaolin Warriors. Great game. <laughs> I remember that game. I never beat it also. But uh, it, it was very surprising that they actually pulled it off. Like They tried many times before. They had a Jax game and a Sub-Zero game that were action combat. You know, basically side-scrolling beat I think I think that Sub-Zero, the Mortal Kombat mythology Sub-Zero, might be actually considered the worst spinoff of all time for like anything. <laughs> It's one of them. It's, it's pretty fucking bad. But uh, Shaolin Monks, two thumbs up. A good ass spinoff. You know what else is a good ass spinoff? And actually, a better spinoff than even that because it is better than the originals. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Mega Man X. I absolutely adore those games, and I could actually give two shits less about the original Mega Man's. That's right. I said it. So, so what makes Mega Man X a spinoff? Because it doesn't, you know, you I wouldn't be able to tell by the name. It's a spinoff in the sense that it is a different canon from the original Mega Man. It is not so much a giant spinoff in the sense that the gameplay is drastically different. Um, I mean, the only real difference I would really say there is is just graphics and aesthetics i guess whereas in the original mega man you know you're fighting basically a lot of helper robots you know rock not rock man he is rock man but guts man he's basically a demolition <clears throat> robot and then cut man he's a fabric cutting machine you know like things like that whereas in the mega man x games they're all a lot not all a lot they are all animals which is, I think, why I like it. I don't know what the difference is, but it's Typhoon Falcon and Blazing Lion and fucking Ice Penguin. Like, Ice Penguin's a legitimate one. He was one of my favorite bosses to fight. But it's just a different series, just far-flung future. Oh, and it gave us the better version of Proto-Man. Like, Zero is way cooler than Proto-Man. He is. That's why he made it into Marvel, baby. Proto-Man didn't. Fuck Proto-Man. How about that? So yeah, Mega Man X, better than Mega Man. Good spinoff, because it's better than the original. And it's also better than the other spinoff, Legends, which I know is beloved, but X is still better, so. Yes, oh my god, this is going to be a, oh. I need to pad it out. These next few ones, I better just talk about some more. We're, we're only at 13 minutes. We're going to run out, run this thing. Oh, don't worry. I got some. So, my next <laughs> one is a spinoff that uh, you could consider a spinoff of a lot of games because it's Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. <laughs> all right, all right. I wasn't sure if it was going to be Arena or that, but once you said it wasn't dancing all night, you know, because, you know, pre-show we discuss a few things. We don't spoil everything for ourselves, but I get what you're going at. Okay, I get it. Good yeah. game. But, yeah, because, you know, I was going to have... Uh, you know, the Persona dancing games, but, you know, this also is Blaze Blue, you know, Persona 4 Arena, Undernight in Birth, Ruby, Ruby. and, like, other shit. So uh, many games. Saren, Kagura, Kana Heart, the thing with the giant fucking tank. <laughs> I'm surprised 
it actually doesn't have um, Guilty Gear characters, which really, really surprised me. Like, I know they crossed, like, a whole bunch of other things, too, but the fact that Soul Bad Guy and Jin... Not Jin Sakai. That's the, that's the character from Legends of Tsushima. Uh, and, uh, Kai, the lightning dude. Like, just those two, like, main protagonist characters, I'm very much surprised didn't make it into that game, but... I digress. But yeah, uh, I just love it for like the character thing. So like, I bought it never playing like any of the fucking Blaze Blue stuff, the Persona Four, uh, Undernight and Birth. I was familiar with Ruby, but not any of the other DLCs. So it's just like the kind of thing. It's a perfect game to that got me into all these series because it's that much of a mix. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's always good when a mixed game can make you go and see what it branched off from. All the different things. Like, it's like going into Smash Brothers and not knowing half of, where half of that roster is and then being like, oh, I'm going to go play those games. I mean, that's legitimately like 900 games you'd have to play, but still, same concept. <laughs> like, I really uh, got I got the most attached to, I think, the Undernight and Birth characters. Uh, a lot of Blade... I don't some of the Blaze Blue characters are just like I don't know about them. They're sadly sadly enough for that game, like legitimately it is too close to Guilty Gear. <laughs> I mean it really is, that's the problem. Like their big heavy tank character is a lot like Potemkin from Guilty Gear. Hell, the main guy, Ragna, is just a white haired soul bad guy. I mean they're both they're, both of their attire is red and white, like white pants. Or I think his are black pants, and then like a red trench coat, just trench coat thing with a big ass sword. Who uses fire? We're basically talking about the same fucking person. We really are, and just souls a bit more cooler. So I mean, I mean that's just me personally. I know a lot of people really like Blaze Blue and Blaze Blue Cross, but I'm same with you. I was so eh on Blaze Blue just because I've been playing Guilty Gear since. What, X2, so 1990 something, early 2000s. It's crazy. And don't get me wrong, I like the main characters like Ragna, and they're like fun to play as. But Blaze Blue just has like so. I guess it's Blaze Blue cross tag battle. So yeah, they're gonna have the most people. But I just wish they had, you know, a few more spots farther, so. But who knows, maybe Blaze Blue will get a third DLC pack at some point. Maybe. Probably not. No, uh, Art System's doing a bunch of other shit. Yeah, I'm about to say, they're, I think they're uh, they're pretty much done with that game. Just like, I'm pretty sure they're done with Dragon Ball Fighters and basically everything else they are, because the next Guilty Gear is about to drop. And then after that, Guilty Gear will be the Ruby game we've talked about before, so... Pretty sure the rest of them are just, you got what you got, minus the one last character coming to Fighters, but still. But yeah, great character, like, the Arc System, like, Arc System knows how to make a fighting game, that's, that's, I don't need to talk about it, that's fine. The story is really cute, really funny, uh, watching all these characters from other universes interact, like, I don't know, just, like, Ruby characters and Persona 4 characters, like, Never, never thought I wanted that, but it's really nice. That's good. I, I, you're actually the first person I heard say anything about the story, so I'm glad to hear that it's good. Arc system really isn't. I mean, known for the best of stories, but if it's it's passable, it's not like fucking like emotional groundbreaking. It's cute. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that's all you need in a fighting game. Not everyone can be Mortal Kombat. Not everyone, but needs like. To be. I mean, fighters like Dragon Ball Z fight like fighters also had like a at least an interesting story. Yeah, but I don't think Arxis wrote that. <laughs> Just saying. Well, if you know who wrote the Fighter Z story, put it in the comments. Yeah, please do. I'm I'm pr I'm pretty sure you know it's. The writers of Dragon Ball, but nah, 
They would never. Never. Absolutely. Why would they? Right for their own property. <laughs> Who does that? God, I hope I hope they don't write fucking Xenoverse. We don't talk about Xenoverse. <laughs> it's just Fighters is the superior series, and Xenoverse just needs to go sit in a corner somewhere and die quietly. Even though it's immensely popular, and I think more people play that than Fighters, but still, most people are wrong. So. <laughs> Okay, what's your next one? Uh, mine, I just said I need to pat one out. This one's going to be super quick because I technically haven't even played the standalone version, but whatever. It's Gwent. I was actually very pleasantly surprised playing through The Witcher and then stumbling upon Gwent and just having a blast. And it's something I always meant to get into, but between life... Just in yeah, general, it has its own standalone game, doesn't it? Yeah, and I hear it's pretty good like i mean they literally just took that game and gave it some pretty graphics and more cards and i hear it's all right so as i said i i, I probably shouldn't put it on because i haven't played it myself but all the reviews i've heard are good it's just literally more gwent and if you're if we're going off that then i could say i played a fuck ton of gwent in the witcher like a little less than a quarter but i i spent quite a bit uh, way more time than i should have playing Gwent in The Witcher then I I played more Gwent than I did Hunt Monsters you know outside of story like, it's crazy I play, it, it's a very simple game it's like tower defense the card game you have three huh. rows and you can put cards that in the row depending on what you are and then you can put fog on them like it's it's a lot simpler than Yu-Gi-Oh, but more complicated than I'd like to explain now. I mean, it's a tabletop card game inside of a video game. There's a lot of few aspects, but if you like tabletop card games, then I would highly suggest playing Gwent. And in the chat, Red Dread Run says Gwent is fun. I would look up guides of where to get the cards. He says it's fun as fuck, and I would take his word for it, because... He probably played as much of it as I did. And Gwent is a blast. And if you like other card games, I mean, check it out. Real, real, real simple. Since that one was so short, I'll leave it at that, and we'll move. I'll move into the next one, which I don't know if you call it a true spinoff, but I think it is like the actual definition of a spinoff. It started as one thing and evolved so much that they just turned it into its own. Any guesses, Kwai? Uh, For me? It's one of my favorite game series of all time. Near Automata. Absolutely not. That game is fucking trash. It started as a scary game. Uh, Gears of War. No, it's Devil May Cry. Did it, was it, did it start as a scary game? Well... Define scary. It started off as a Resident Evil game. I think it was in the running for Resident Evil 3? Or was it 4? That one I'm not sure on. I should probably look that up. Jim, look it up for me. But either way, I know for a fact it started off as the next Resident Evil game. And the further and further along it went, they're like, this, this isn't going to work. And it eventually became... Uh, its own thing and turn into the Devil May Cry game, the original, which, you know, then spawned technically six sequels. No, it spawned five sequels. Two, three, four, the remake. And its own spinoff. I'm calling the remake its own spinoff. It was not a spinoff. It was a soft reboot. So. Either way, though, I absolutely adore that series as a whole. Two of which I've been... One of which has been on my favorite games of all time list forever, and the other one so good that it kicked that other one off, which was three, and is now five. I even like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super easy, and 
and corny as fuck and the other chick was she was all right but i mean she just wasn't as cool as like lady or trish but uh even that shitty one i still very much enjoyed it was more devil may cry uh three was an absolute dynamite game like perfection of action combat the likes we haven't seen and I would say never again, except somehow Devil May Cry 5 is even better. If you've been here before, you know. I've talked this game to death. Devil May Cry 5, absolutely fucking fantastic. If you like to slash... You mentioned every DMC in that, except for... Except for, that's right. I was about to backpedal to that. You have to skip right from 3 to 5, because those are the two best. DMC 4 did not... Is, was it just bland? Because it felt bland when I played it. It was, you know, like, it had some of my favorite enemy types and bosses. Like, I really liked the whole demons looking like angels, like Bayonetta-ish, basically. Like, they were trying to be holy, but they was really just a disguise, and then I'm making some cool designs. But Nero just felt so blah compared to Dante. Like, I still feel the same about Five. Like, he was a lot more fun, and his arms, like, the different style of arms changed his gameplay a lot, and that's what made him way better I than really, the I, I really liked, I really liked Nero in DMC5 until they gave me V. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair enough. But it, but in the original one, the original, in DMC4, it really was just a come, here, a come over here. Like, you could grab them. I mean, every once in a while, once you built up a meter, you'd get to, like, slam them down, do, like, a few things cool. But the areas were really, really bland. There was a lot of back... Like, another thing was, I know people want to complain somewhat that the levels all basically look the same in 5, even though I feel that they're a bit different. It is literally the same for 4. Like, you run through forward as Nero, and then run backwards through those exact same levels as Dante with a few new enemy types here and there, but not really. And then you fight damn near the same bosses. Like, it was... It wasn't as bad as 2, not nearly, but it just didn't live up to how good 3 really was. So it falls in that weird section of just being okay, even though it was actually fantastic. And I never went back and played the special edition, which allowed you to play as, like, fucking everyone. Like, this special edition for 5 is really cool because it gives you Virgil, which is always, you know, mwah. Which, but it's basically the same thing as 3, whereas in, I'm pretty sure the special edition of 4 lets you play as Lady, Trish, and Virgil alongside Nero and Dante, which is, you know, I'd say crazy, but, I mean, it's damn near the same as 5. That makes 4 for DMC5, but five for four hmm. see what you did there Capcom but either way I absolutely love the series as a whole um three and five are the best wish Capcom would do Onimusha instead of me having let it go quiet it's never going to happen <laughs> another one forever Onimusha is dead because we have Devil May Cry actually no I I'd really like you know what I'd like actually I don't know how well it would turn out. Well, they killed fucking Dead Rising. They have a fucking slot to fill. Did they really? Are, are, are we not? Uh, well, like, because 3 was bad, and then 4 was really bad. And then off I the record liked, was hey, just, like, hey, 2. Hey, I liked 4. You're the only one. Hey, I thought 4 was actually a return to form. I very much enjoyed it. I never played 3 because I didn't own an Xbox when that came out. But I did own one when 4 came out. Excuse me, and I really, really fucking liked it. I'm not gonna lie, running through that town was... fun. But now that you say that, I can't... Hmm, I really can't think of... anything fantastic. Every time I go to think about 4, I just think about 2. So maybe it does deserve to die. But, uh... How would you... Let, let, let's pivot away from all this for a second, and let's really talk about Onimusha. How, what would it be? Would it be like Capcom's answer to like a Dark Souls-esque game? Would you want it more like that, or would you really just want Devil May Cry with Samurais instead of... I, I, I want to say 
demons, but doesn't he fight demons? So a samurai man instead of Dante? I don't know what I want, because I feel like... Because they haven't had, you know, they haven't made one on, like, newer software, so I don't even know what I'd even, like, fucking expect. That's why I always, like, I just want it remastered instead of, like, an actual remake, because I just like how it played on PS2. You know, it wasn't... But, yeah, they could make it a lot more complicated now, and I could still probably get into it. See, that's my only fear, is because, honestly... But I get that, because, like, that style of game is being filled by Devil May Cry. Like, back then, they had their fingers in a whole bunch of shits, and now they don't really need to. Yeah. Like, Capcom's Capcom's Dark Souls type of game is coming from Monster Hunter, really. True. 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 Uh, my only thing is, I was, I was trying to say, um, when I think of what a modern Onimusha is, I really think, um, surprisingly, because I don't really care for the games, and I hear good things, but it looks and reminds me a lot of what Neo is doing. Like, a little bit more flashy Dark Souls, but it, with that Japanese samurai-style facing Oni and whatnot, like... I look at Neo, I'm like, oh, that's just New Age Onimusha, is it not? So, in that same sense, like, would Capcom really want to come out with that when there's already Sekiro and Neo 1 and 2, which are basically I don't, I don't even want to say Onimusha was like... God, I don't... I, I don't want to... Fuck, I don't remember how hard I thought it was as a kid. I do remember breaking at least one controller... Against, like, some fucking boss I didn't know how to fight. Fair enough, fair enough. But, I don't yeah. know. Well, now we pivot all the way back. What is your next spin-off game? Uh, let's see. So, I have these put together as one. Because it's basically just the same concept. Is, uh... Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay, Musou games, but so, because um, I mostly just want to talk about. Obviously, I've said a lot about Age of Calamity. I've and I've always brushed over Fire Emblem Warriors a bit, so I wanted to focus a bit more on Fire Emblem Warriors because, like, as a concept. I will. I I just want to throw this out there. These two are only on my list because Resident Evil Code Veronica isn't a spinoff, and I just wanted to talk about that, so I'll do that some other time. So I had to get something else <laughs> on my list. Fair enough. Because I I didn't want to put Age of Calamity on in the way that like I've I feel like I I've talked about it a lot, but Fire Emblem Warriors is the first you know Warriors game. I played, so I figured it'd be worth mentioning a bit. Fair enough. Because, uh, the... Fuck. Can't find the... There we go. Oh, yeah. I also... Shout out to... There's also uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE, which is Fire Emblem and Shin Megami Tensei. I've been wanting to play that for a while, but uh, that's not on my list. I don't know if it's good or not, because I haven't played it. Neither have I, so I cannot comment on that either. So, you know, for like a rating, the ratings on Warriors isn't, you know, that good. I can understand. I can understand why it's not good, but it got a 69 on the 3DS, which is nice. So, honestly, the perfect game. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so the main character, they created main characters that are kind of very bland. Uh, their names are Rowan, and uh, the the girl also has a name that I can't fucking remember. But they're basically just like generic stand-ins with less character, and they don't really have time to build up character. But honestly, you're not really playing the game for them anyway. You're 
playing them for your awakening and fates waifus because uh I, i'm assuming you've played the older games you probably want to enjoy it as much because uh marth i think marth's the only old character that actually has really any importance at all no nope. and uh zero out of ten no Lynn. Uh, zero out of ten can I play the reason <laughs> actually I only remember like uh there's no Hector there's no Roy I know there's no Roy and Ike so everyone's everyone's favorite there speaking of Fire Emblem uh they actually did like on Fire Emblem Heroes they did something for uh like pick the next like big thing and Marth got like second place as like a character to get something, guess who got number one for male? Uh, the fucking gatekeeper from Three Houses beat fucking Marth thirty thousand to seventy thousand votes. I don't, I don't, I don't know who the gatekeeper from Three Houses is. I don't remember him. Wasn't he he, just some he literally guardsman. Yeah, he stood by the gate and said, "Hey, professor, nothing to report." He got the fucking gatekept Marth. And then Marianne won best best female. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, back to I would love to see Warriors with you know another Fire Emblem Warriors now that they did really fucking well with Age of Calamity. I think they could pull that off with three houses characters. Oh, for sure. For sure. With as popular as three houses was I actually be surprised if the next warrior game was not a um fire emblem through houses warriors through house or you could just put warriors. more or you could just put more fire emblem characters in smash because byleth is still living rent free in their fucking heads the byleth is so bad in smash I don't, I, I don't really know what to say about Fire Emblem Warriors, because it was an alright game. It's a fucking Warriors system. game. The yeah. concept is the same. You everywhere. Yeah. And I've just been trying to drag this out. <laughs> yeah, it's alright. We're, we're we're past a half hour. We don't have to drag out nothing else. We can just if we ain't got nothing to say about these next few, we don't. But too bad this next one, I have stuff to say because it is so good. So good. Is it? It is. It's Pokemon Snap, ladies and gentlemen. The best Pokemon spinoff out of the billions and billions and billions of games that have come out of the Pokemon. The best Pokemon spinoff that's not Stadium or Stadium 2. Bullshit. Because even those <laughs> are third and fourth place next to what is the true number two, which is Pokemon Puzzle League. That game is Pokemon fantastic. Conquest. No, no, no. It's Pokemon Puzzle League. It is so good. It was Tetris, but better. It's not better. Tetris, you know what's Tetris, but better? The fucking whatever the fuck the MK Tetris and like, I think it was Deception. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna backtrack real fucking quick here because Jim called us fools, okay? Red Run, Red Dread Run in chat, aka Jim, just said, Pokemon pinball you fools? That mediocre bullshit get the fuck out of here jim that is a close number seven for spinoffs get that shit out of here we, even come close we all know the best spinoff is uh pokemon cafe no oh my god <laughs> all i'm saying is it might have took me 20 years damn near but i'm getting a second pokemon snap where's your new pokemon pinball jim hold on i'll wait Chirp, 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 chirp. That's right, fucking crickets, Jim. Because no one's clamoring for Pokemon Pinball 2. Everybody wants in the dumpster. <laughs> no, everybody I mean, wants that shit. I'd say people would want another Pokemon Stadium, but that's too much effort for Game Freak. No, I'd say they wouldn't. Just because the only thing that came from Stadium that people truly want 
that's left that isn't you know the nice looking battle animations which we've had now for years is if anything give us a mario party style game with the mini games because the mini games are the best part of pokemon I, I was just gonna say you don't really need pokemon stadium when they have pokemon showdown that's just like an yeah, online thing that too but stadium wasn't the thing like people if people didn't care about that like state showdown's been around forever people just wanted that fidelity of battle animations in the normal mainline pokemon games which they've been 3d now for fucking at what since x and y yeah but they could do better with a lot of the animations yeah, I get the fuck out of here. That, as much shit as everyone wants to have Sword and Shield, that is a good-looking fucking game for what it is. For Pokemon? Like, that, like Eterna Beam? Hyper Beam? Yo, if I got hit by a fucking Sword and Shield Hyper Beam, I'd be fucking dust. You understand? That shit looks phenomenal. But back to what we were saying any goddamn way. All the way back. We want the mini games from that. Go ahead and get on that, Nintendo. Give us Pokemon fucking Pokemon Party. That Mario Party goes Pokemon Party. Go through a board, play cool ass Pokemon mini games. Yeah, but they're gonna have like shit like Charizard or something as like a I fucking piece. And I don't give a fuck. That's awesome. Give me Charizard. Let me be Bulbasaur. Give me Mewtwo. I don't give a fuck what I play as or who I play as. Just let me play some mini games. You fuck. You make <laughs> make all fucking Pokemon an option, except. Now we're asking for too fuck, much. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Of 890 billion Pokemon. Which one are you thinking of? Uh, fuck. Just let me play. I was gonna, I was gonna say except fucking Incineroar because I'm just really mad. It's like the most used fucking Pokemon on the goddamn VGC right now. Incineroar. Period. But let's roll it even further back to the actual topic of conversation. Pokemon. Pokemon Snap. Snap. It was a fantastic game. I absolutely love that game. It was real simple. It's an on-rails shooter, quote-unquote, but instead of shooting and killing things, you're taking pictures. Um, but it was the level of interaction that made it so interesting. Like, I'll never remember the first time I accidentally, like, realized you could throw things. You could throw Pokeball, or, like, balls and apples. Apples to, like, lead things to a certain area, or I, I can't remember what it truly was, but you could throw things. I only threw apples, but I think it was just, like, Pokeballs that didn't capture but just kind of knock things out, but it did the same thing as apples, so I just threw apples. Either way, I won't remember the first time. I'll never forget the first time. I was like, let me just see what happens. I threw an apple at a Magikarp that was stuck on a rock, and it flew into the water, and then it started skipping up this fucking waterfall, and then you just hear, and I'm like, well, that was a pretty cool whatever, and I went to turn away, and then you hear, and I turn around because you could do 360 on rails, and there's just fucking Gyarados. And it was Pokemon Pinball. Fuck Pokemon Pinball. And it was fucking <laughs> Gyarados popping out of the water, going raw with the water splash. And, you know, in my head, the nostalgia looks like graphics of today. I look back at that shit, and it was fucking terrible. But it was so cool because there were so many like that. You smack Char Charmeleon at the end of the volcano level into the volcano the end of the lava level into a volcano and out flew a Charizard and then they're fucking you could throw shit at Magmars and they would start dancing but let it be known that the chameleon fucking died or the Charmeleon fucking died and the Charizard was his parent <laughs> no it is not how but there were so many like that so many you could make them evolve into the level in action was very very simple but so fucking fantastic like, it was just a charming, charming-ass game. And I've literally been f four years saying, please give us a new one. There's so much you could do. <laughs> I threw and... this Pikachu in a vat of acid and a Raichu came around the corner. Terrible. <laughs> and I am so excited and yet so very, very hesitant on my excitement at the same time about a new one. I cannot believe like i'm literally still in shock cannot believe it's coming but a new pokemon snaps coming like 20 years later with you know i wanted that back when it was manageable like how many of these pokemon are going to be in this game that i just don't fucking care about because i like a lot of pokemon but i don't like all 800 and however many there are now how many are they really i mean stuff into this game if they put all of them in there, then it then the ones you don't like won't really matter. You can still get all the ones you do like. 
That is true. But it, sa- it says the game file size is going to be 6.8 gig, so we'll see. Okay, so that's really not that big. My, my main concern is I was really worried that it was going to be... If they tried to stuff in too much, that was going to be too big. Uh, that is another thing I very much enjoyed about Pokemon. You could play the entire game in one sitting. And it's the switch. Like 45 minutes. You're not getting. You're not getting like fucking a hundred gigabyte game on that. Exactly, but that I'm not worried about gigabyte size. I'm worried about length. Like they can fit a lot in this six gigs. All of Dragon Ball Fighters is only seven. Hell, I'm pretty sure fucking Super Mario Odyssey is only like fifteen. That's a long. That's a big ass game, for what it is. So I'm. Like I said, I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm very excited, but. I'm a tad bit worried. But that is my next favorite spinoff. What's yours? I only have one more after this. Did that one. I can cross that one out. I'm, I'm updating my list. Okay. So, fuck. Padding for time. Yeah. That is okay, me my so... Last Get it? My uh, next one is a series I got really into when I first got my PlayStation uh, a few years ago. Or, like, two years ago now? Yeah, that sounds about right. But, uh, Daganrapa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girls. And it is out of, like, a spinoff that feels different. It literally feels different. Because it went from a visual novel about kids killing each other to third-person shooter where some kids kind of kill each other. <laughs> That's terrible. Kids killing kids. You, you don't want to hear that. It's craziness. It's monstrous. But I, I hear a lot of craziness about that dang and rapper series. It's not one I've ever gotten into, but I know Mama Kuma's like it, beloved. It, it, it... It's it's okay. The blood is the blood isn't red. It's purple. It's it's fine. The Mortal Kombat logic. The you. I'm sorry. The YouTube Mortal Kombat logic. I like it because if you didn't know, you get demonetized because YouTube can't tell the difference between Mortal Kombat 11 gore and real like snuff film gore. So the only way you can get around showing fatalities and X-rays is if you invert colors, which usually makes the blood purplish or green, which makes it okay. Fun fact, uh, Onimusha Dawn of Dreams had an option to turn all the blood green instead of red. Uh, further proving that Onimusha was ahead of its time. Someone cue the star. The more you know. Yeah, there's a almost done, but I will... But yeah, so... They had a few spinoffs, I think. Uh, I think they're. I think they had a VR game. They had like something on Android. This is the only one worth playing, <laughs> and it is also the best Daganrapa game. Very well. I, and I'll have to take your word on that. One. I mean, I'm not. I mean, not really. <laughs> they're all good. Uh, the first one was really good. Daganrapa. So the order I played it in. Um. I played Daganrapa Trigger Happy Havoc, Daganrapa 2 Goodbye Despair, and then this one, which is the order you're supposed to play it in, and then the third one, I think. But as I said, it's not a vis- you know, not like no visual novel gameplay anymore. You know, third person action adventure with horror elements. Where you control the sister of the main character from the first game. And you just kill a bunch of Monokuma, Monokuma robots with a megaphone gun. <laughs> and it's just... It's just... It's a game that's... A lot of the games I really love aren't something that are, like, are never, like, 10 out of 10 games. It's just, like, the fucking dumbest fun imaginable. Because, like, because the other character you play as is named Toku Fukawa. She's from the first game. And she has a multiple personality disorder where her other personality is a serial killer. So you can just fucking 
use that to kill a shit ton of robots. And, I don't know. It's just fun as fuck. Who's smashing shit? I don't... know. Okay, well, uh... My last one's very simple. I won't, I won't take up too much time because we've spoken on it many, many times. Uh, a spin-off. Basically the same, but no, still technically a spin-off. Uh, Persona from the Shin Megami Tensei mainline series, which is only on... Which Shin Megami Tensei 5 is just about to come out, and yet Persona 5 came out like three years ago. And like, I love it how spin-offs like, sometimes just completely take over the mainline titles. Um, but what more is there to say? Persona 5, my favorite J one of my favorite games, period, and in my opinion, the best JRPG ever made. Um, fantastic game. Crazy good style. Crazy good story. Lovable characters. Fun-ass gameplay, especially in Royal. Uh, I, I cannot say anything about the prior Personas, because I have not played them as of yet. Uh, I plan on going back and getting four. Yes, I'm actually contemplating getting it on Steam. Even though I really, really, really am trying to hold out hope that they'll just be like, hey, it did so well selling on Steam. How about we just put it on the PlayStation Store or put it on the Xbox front? Like, just give it to everybody. Or if it's like a Sony deal, which I doubt because it's on I doubt Steam. they'll put it on Xbox, but who well, knows? You never Might know. get thrown on Switch. Might get thrown. I mean, I play it on Switch too. But, you know, I just, I don't understand how, I don't mind, like I'm not whining about it, but I still find it really weird that it went from the Vita, and only on the Vita, the PSP, whatever, staying on there for like a decade, damn near, and then coming to PC, or technically it was on the PS2 first, right? I believe, but still. Yeah. It went from there to the handheld, which didn't sell well, to now being on Steam, which is cool, but the best-selling console besides the PS2, but very close of all time, you're not going to throw it on there, even though you have really good word of mouth that it's fantastic and everyone should play it who doesn't have a Vita but has no way to do it. Now they do on PC, but still, like, how is it with the success of P Persona 5? I don't understand how they haven't just been like, oh, yeah, well, here, by the way, spend more money, buy Persona 4, play it on your PlayStation 4 right now. And then they just have You heard him, Persona 4 coming to the Sega Dreamcast. Big facts. Do you have any more? Or was that your last uh, one? I have, I have one more. Okay. Uh, something uh, I played like forever ago, and this is like a game I didn't even realize was a fucking spinoff. I thought it was just his own standalone thing because I didn't know the actual series it was from. Uh, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. I had no fucking idea what might and magic was when i played this when it you know it released on you know uh, it was on the ds like in 2009 but it came to xbox in like 2011 and uh it became free i think a few years after that maybe hmm. but yeah i didn't actually know might and magic was like an actual fucking game thing I was like, um, it just looked, the artwork looked really cool. It was like a puzzle art, like, role-playing game. And, uh, it was just really fun. It had, like, some... Fuck. That's it. I don't, I don't want to say the gameplay is, like, the mobile games we have now. But, like, also, sort of? I, I've never I, played this series, so I, I have no input for this. I've never even heard of it. I have heard of Might and Magic, but, like, I've never really looked into it. I have no idea what any of them are about, so... You're on your own for this one. No, not you. Like, these teammates are so fucking stupid. I don't know. Teammates but, are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so... It was just, it was just really fun. You said it was like a, there was like, a puzzle game? There was like, yeah, it was like a puzzle game, but you'd, like, fight each other. They had, like, you could play as, like, I think, 
five different types of army. You could use like five different types of like armies, quote unquote, or you know, faction-based stuff. The factions were like Haven, Inferno, Sylvan, Academy, and Necropolis. Necropolis was undead. Sylvan, fuck, I want to say it was the elves. Inferno was like some fire demons. Haven might have been the sand stuff, and then Academy might have been like the knights, or that could be flipped. I don't remember. Okay. But you get like an unlimited number of faction specific basic troops, and then you get a certain number of larger elite units. And you basically have to line up. You could line up if you put three in a straight line, that'd be like an attacking unit, or you could put three like next to each other and that make like a shield and for the elite units you they had like ones where you had to put two or three behind an elite unit to make a charge or the big big elite units you'd have to like stack four behind and those would and also the units would have to wait a certain amount of turns to charge up and gain strength and their strength is also the health so if uh Enemy, if you see an enemy has like a line that's gonna do 10 damage, you could send a line at that that does 11 damage, destroy that, and you'll have like be able to deal like one damage. Makes sense, it makes sense. Okay, and you could also like keep stacking them. Uh, it was just really fucking fun. It sounds I, interesting. I, I, I'm trying to describe it so well, but I just have blurry pictures in my mind because I don't fucking remember anything from the 360 right hey, guess what if you're really that interested i guarantee there's a youtube trailer out there and next week i think we'll do a little extra and we'll try to pull up some of the videos for the games we're going to be talking about uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to be a, a little bit more prepared you know we're, we're, we're still fresh on this you know getting everything down and getting it all condensed for what we really want to do and say and We'll make sure that we have some bit of visual aids that I can click on over to show the people for next week. We're getting it together. Fun, We're to work in progress. That's what you hear. Fun so behind fun behind the scenes note for everyone watching. I pulled this topic out of my ass he two did. hours before we started. He absolutely did because I was fucking lost all day. I didn't forget about the podcast. It's just I could not think of a topic because we did all the good ones. Predictions... Fucking favorite games of all time. We're, ooh, you know what? This one did come to me earlier, but I did not have enough wherewithal to look it up. Next week, I want to have the five games we hate the most. Our five, top five Persona worst five. games. Yo, you know that's going to be on his list. <laughs> but no. God, I don't is... even know. Like, it'd have to be worst games we played, right? Like, yeah, I couldn't yeah, just we, say, like, a game that's like that we all know is objectively yeah, bad. Let's leave Superman 64 out of this, okay? <laughs> it's gotten enough flack. Let's talk about some other games. The, the, I would like for them to be objectively bad, too. Like, I'm not going to come here and say that fucking Nier Automata is a bad game. You know, like, I, it might not be a game for me, but objectively, it's not a fucking bad game. I mean, like, bad, bad. Like, you booted up went, oof. Like no, and turned it off bad. Just I returned it to. Yeah, I, I definitely have day. a few of those. I I can uh, name that I've wasted money on. Big facts. We've all been there. But guess what? If you want to know what ours are, you're gonna have to turn in next week, which you can do on a myriad of different platforms. You can watch us the very next day or whenever you catch it at YouTube.com/slash Dad of War. Is where you can catch us where this podcast will be if you're listen, if you're an audio listener and you're listening on audacity which means you could be listening on spotify audacity itself um apple itunes uh, wherever else you fucking podcast that isn't google play because google play is fucking atrocious and mean and won't let me make this fancy url um if that's not your bag of candy then you can just watch us live too because you know we're at twitch.tv slash dad of war doing this live every week also um, which, hey, you're catching it here. And if not, then if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, I save all my VODs, so that should pop up too, so you can watch it there, post fucking live also. So there's so many ways you can watch and listen, and I appreciate 
every one of you who does in any form that you do. And if you're on YouTube, please comment down below what are some of your favorite spinoff games. Let us know in the comments. Or if you're excited about next week or you think we can do something better, please also let us know. I try to look at the comments. There are none. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. There haven't been any yet. So be the first one, and I might have something special for you. Except if it's you, Jim. You, you ain't getting shit. Just saying. Fuck you, Jim. Fuck you, Jim. Get the fuck out of here. Mean-ass Jim. No, but I'm serious. No thanks, everyone, for chilling with us. If you enjoyed it, please, you can also follow me anytime at Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Dad of War. Uh, quick misnomer. All the zeros of the of and Dad of War are zeros. You, you can't find me with an with a zero or with a O. Just just so you're aware. I don't. Sometimes looking at the little digital z circles can be misleading. Um, it's not a capital O. It's a zero. So there's that. And if you don't like me and you want to know more about this guy, you can find him at. Uh, you can find me at Twitter Twitter at Pokemon underscore Pinball underscore sucks. And on Twitch, at uh, Kawaii Boy Girl. If you don't go and make that, <laughs> and actually make that a Twitter handle, and yeah, make that your handle, I will be highly disappointed. But you know what it is, ladies and gents. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you later. Deuces.